Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 6, verses 22 through 34. This is one half of a longer section on Jesus teaching that he is the bread of life. And we'll cover the second part of this text in the next devotion. This conversation about Jesus being the bread of life, of course, is no coincidence because it was just a day or so ago that Jesus fed the 5,000 a bunch of bread on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Since then, the disciples have gotten in a boat, Jesus walked on the water, and now they're over near Capernaum, and we'll pick it up right there in verse 22. On the next day, the crowd that remained on the other side of the sea saw that there had only been one boat there, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum seeking Jesus. So we got a situation here where these people are hardcore stalking Jesus. They just want to be where he's at. They're following him all over the countryside, all across the lake. Verse 25, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not labor for food that perishes, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. So here, Jesus can, of course, read their minds. He knows their thoughts, and he is calling them out because at least some of them are chasing him around because they just got a good meal a couple days ago and they want more of that. If I can just eat sitting on a hillside because Jesus does this miraculous thing with bread and fish, then I'm down for that. Obviously a meal back then was a lot harder to come by than for us today. We can just drive through McDonald's. takes no time. And so they're thinking I'm going to keep hanging out with this guy if he's going to keep popping for lunch. But Jesus uses this moment to start to make an association between the literal food that they ate, which only lasts for a while, and the spirit spiritual food that he is that endures to eternal life. Jesus continues in verse 27, for on him, that is the son of man, God the father has set his seal. Then they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? So they're kind of following him a little bit. He just told them, don't work for food that perishes, but work for food that endures to eternal life. They're putting two and two together fairly well. They want to know, okay, what do we need to do to do the works of God? What do we need to do to get this food that endures to eternal life? Verse 29, Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. Of course, Jesus is referring to himself. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? At this point, Jesus might be getting a little frustrated, and I'm kind of sitting here going, okay, guys, what do you mean, what work do you do? Did you not just see what he did? Turning five loaves and two fish into a meal for maybe 20,000 people. And most, if not all of them who are talking to Jesus, asking these questions, didn't see him walk on the water. But I mean, he did just do that just last night. How many signs do you need to see, guys? And then they bring up something from the Old Testament to kind of say, why don't you do signs like they did in the Old Testament? Check it out in verse 31. Our fathers ate manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you bread from heaven, but my Father who gives the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Now at this point in the text, I'm having some serious deja vu because back in John 4 verses 1 through 26, Jesus has a conversation with the Samaritan woman at the well and she asked for living water. That was episodes 807 through 80. 
809 on the Daily Dose Devotions if you want to go back and listen to it. In that case, he's using water as an analogy for eternal life. In this case, he's using the analogy of bread. And the other thing Jesus is saying is, you guys are really familiar with what God did with Moses when you were in the wilderness, giving the Israelites manna every day. Back then, he gave them literal bread, but that was really just a foreshadowing of the spiritual bread, the eternal bread that God would give to his people when he sent Jesus Christ to the earth. In case they're not connecting the dots yet, Jesus says it just very plainly right here, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. In other words, I don't need to do more signs. You've seen signs and still you don't believe that I'm the bread of life. Still you don't believe that salvation comes by believing in me rather than by following a bunch of religious Jewish rules. Verse 37, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So Jesus is making the gospel very, very clear again. There's this theme over and over in John that we've heard. Believe and be saved. Believe and get eternal life. Yet back in the earlier verses of this text, the Jewish people are still stuck on works. Remember, they asked, what must we do to be doing the works of God? In other words, what do we need to do by our own effort to earn God's favor and to earn our salvation? But that's not the gospel. We can't work to earn our salvation. There's no one righteous, not even one. Nobody can perfectly fulfill God's law in a way that it pleases him and in a way that satisfactorily achieves what is required to attain eternal life. Only one person, Jesus Christ, came to this earth and lived a perfect life, thus satisfying God's holy law. Then God put the sin of the world on him. He died on the cross, paying the penalty for that sin. Three days later, he rose again, and God set it up so that anyone who puts their faith in Christ, anyone who believes in the Son of Man, anyone who trusts in the Son of God, can have the perfection that he lived and the penalty that he paid attributed to them so that they can stand holy and blameless before God for eternity. That's the gospel. And Jesus is having a hard time getting it through to these Jewish people, but you know what? Some of them are going to get it. Some of them are going to trust him. Some of them are going to follow him. And those of us who also trust Jesus are going to be with many of them in heaven. Of course, many will also reject him. In fact, scripture says wide is the path that leads to destruction. Most will ultimately reject him. But it's not because he hasn't been crystal clear so far in these first six chapters of John. We'll finish up with the Bread of Life narrative in our next devotion. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.